0: You're listening to America's Web Radio, broadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: We are not in uh, America's World well Radio facility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're in a new studio that we that you are installing at your home.
2: Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, yes. But really yes. have to tell them. Yes, we have no. to tell them. No. Okay, it's, uh, it's uh, this the next step on this uh, on this program. Uh,
2: we are in America's World Radio. Yes, yeah, America's World. Wh- Venezuelan.
1: Venezuelans. All okay. Right.
2: So, what's the news this week, Carlos?
1: Oh my, okay. The dictatorship of Nicolás Maduro seized the headquarters of the Venezuelan newspaper El Nacional. No! Officials from the Bolivarian National Guard and the judiciary entered the building of the media outlet in Caracas. When? When? On Friday, Nicolás Maduro's dictatorship seized the headquarters of the newspaper El Nacional one of the last opposition media that persist in Venezuela.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Officials from the Bolivarian National Guard and the judiciary arrived at the newspaper's building in Caracas and an embargo order.
2: That was in May 14, right? Friday.
1: Yes. Okay. Miguel Enrique Otero, president of the newspaper, indicated in his tweet account that the a judge surrounded by national guards has taken the El Nacional building and seized everything. Today we see an illegal unfair process again. Another attack against the newspaper El Nacional, express the newspaper George Macrionotti's manager in a video on social network. Almost seventy-eight years of promoting socialism, uh, history. I'm sorry, history bringing real information to the country. <laughs> Democ- Dem- <laughs> democracy lives in the.
2: You are, you are too much. Why uh, are you going to say that? <laughs> promoting well, socialism.
1: Because because yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The, the Otero family is a socialist. But,
2: they uh, have a socialist mentality.
1: No, they, have, they have they have a track record. They they, they the, the newspaper was founded by by the father of Miguel Otero Silva. Okay?
2: Seventy eight years ago.
1: Seventy eight years ago. Yeah,
2: and finally, the and, socialist got got the power and...
1: and, and uh, okay. okay, so
2: they promote the socialist and they end up seizing... Yes. Whatever
1: belongs to lost, They lost everything, everything on socialism.
2: Oh, okay. would that happen in the uh, United States?
1: Democracy lives when there is freedom of expression. Today, they are seizing us. They are talking, t- taking away our goods for alleged damage. This is completely illegal. It is a attack on democracy," he added. Ah, oh, oh. please. The embargo is the result of a complaint about moral damage made by the Chavista Diosdado Cabello, the second most powerful man in the Venezuelan dictatorship. In 2018, and executed by the Fourth Court of the ordinary municipality and executor of measure of the judicial district of the metropolitan area of Caracas, according to the report by El Nacional. The Cassation Chamber of the Supreme Court of Justice of Venezuela, TSJ, ruled in favor of Cabello and ordered the company Editora El Nacional Owner of the newspaper to pay two hundred thirty-seven thousand Petros, about thirteen million three hundred sixty-six dollars and eight and eight hundred to the Chavista official. 30, thirteen million
2: dollars. 13, thirteen million for them is nothing. Nothing. Know they make a lot of money. I mean,
1: okay, from this, nothing. This kind of this kind of uh, of suit here. Uh, you have to calculate the the moral damage. The moral damage. Okay. But but everybody knows in the world mm-hmm. that Diosado Cabello, he's a drug trafficker.
2: It's not about the money. It's about to take it's the about communication, the, the building, the instruments, the, the equipment away from those people who supposedly being the opposition.
1: Yeah, supposedly. Okay? Mm-hmm. 80 78 years promoting socialism mm-hmm. And
2: now, well, now you don't want socialism anymore no. that's why he's taking the stuff away from them
1: no, he course. don't
2: want socialism anymore he wants uh, communism
1: well 78
2: so yeah. years promoting socialism end up in communism.
1: Yeah. But com- and the
2: democracy concept promotes socialism.
1: socialism and, and the
2: socialism
1: goes into communism.
2: You know, bring the communism. Well, of course. And that's that's making sense. The
1: next thing. So I don't,
2: I don't know why those, these countries are, oh, democracy, democracy. Like, like Venezuela, I got into a conversation last, last week. And this guy, oh, I am a catedrático. I am a professor from university. Yeah, you are wrong. A United States is a democracy, sir. United States is not a democracy. I live here over thirty years. America is a uh, constitutionalist republic. No, because Biden say he's being his in his speech is a democracy, sir. You might be reading whatever you are getting the information from. Yeah. I am living in here. There is a big fight. There's a big fight going on here in America, Uh and the grassroots Uh movement—they are fighting back the concept of democracy because democracy is opposite to our constitution. Exactly, it's an opposite. It's it's a natural enemy.
1: There is there is no mention of democracy.
2: In the, in the constitution in the bill no. of rights no. in the declaration of independence independence declaration do you, there is nothing like that as a democracy do you
1: here. remember that that guy said that united states was a, a, a representative a democracy
2: oh my god i, I got into him and he, he, he didn't like it and i told the lawyers that they how you are allowing this guy saying that big lie don't you know the Constitution of the United States? Why are you lying to these people, telling them that America is a democracy? What's wrong with you? They did not promote that meeting uh-huh. anymore. They start hating me. Yeah. Okay? Because I was defending the America way of living, the America...
1: Way of life, of, of life,
2: Which is... Founded
1: in the Constitution. But, uh, talking about founded, El Nacional was founded in 1943 and is one of the main newspapers in Venezuela. His relationship with Chavismo in power since 1999 mm-hmm. has always been tense, and consequently suffered numerous prosecution by the Hugo Chavez regime. And later by Nicolas Maduro. But let me tell you something. This is the discussion about my socialism is
2: better than yours. Yeah, it's only a discussion about which one is better. Exactly. That's it. But, but it's, it's still a socialist. It's still socialist. It's a fight among
1: socialists.
2: Exactly. Okay. Remember, in Venezuela, never, 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 never. Uh, they are allowed... Um, Since a, a Right, A right political party or movement...
1: No, exactly.
2: ...to exist among the political arena. Okay? Nope. So everything you hear, not the opposition. That's a big lie. All of them are socialists. Okay, yeah, keep going. They are,
1: they are the right of the left. <laughs>
2: they are at the right of the left. Yeah, the right.
1: that's the right of the left. Yeah, uh-huh. Since 2014... It has had difficulties obtaining foreign currency from the regime to be able to import a paper, which has made it difficult to continue its printed edition.
2: Let me... oh, Do you remember when, when they were doing lines, lines to the paper, toilet paper? Yeah. Okay, during that time, four months later, that's when the crisis of the paper, the, the print, paper for printing, uh, yeah. newspaper, they finished with that. So in Venezuela, there is no more paper for printing.
1: But uh, let me explain you something. Uh Well, I think Uh I will explain you this this, uh, matter after the the messages, because uh, there is is a twist in this history.
2: Take it away.
3: or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 678- 427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back. We're in Let's Talk Venezuela.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. This people from the press, mm-hmm. you know, the owners of the newspapers, Mm -hmm. they depend so much on the government for the last 50 years.
2: Oh, the government, the daddy, government daddy. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay.
1: That is giving them foreign currency to be able to import paper. But let me tell you something. In the 1960s, we began a plan Named the Yoverito Forest. Okay. Okay, where we plant all. There is allowed about two hundred thousand hectare, hectares mm-hmm. of uh, Caribbean pine, mm-hmm. and they they do that because the the original plan. Mm-hmm was that these people, people like El Nacional, El Universal, El Mundo, mm-hmm. this, La Cadena Capriles, La, y el Grupo de Armas, mm-hmm. they suppose to create an industry to produce-
2: The paper, the paper. paper. Yes. And they took advantage of those money and never produced nothing. So they enriched themselves by taking those preference dollar, yeah. Enrich themselves yeah, and, and, and still and not left, producing
1: and left no no manufacturing, no, no nothing. Nothing.
2: That, that, why Latinos have to behave this way?
1: Because they are socialists.
2: Exactly. This is only about stealing, stealing, stealing. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh uh-huh. In two thousand fifteen cabello sued Yo, the cabello. and all the media for moral damages after being linked to drug trafficking in numerous publications.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Cabello, Maduro, and entire Chavista Leadership have been accused multiple times of having ties to the so-called Cartel de los Soles, a criminal organization made up of the Venezuela government and army officials of cocaine and other illegal activities. Mm-hmm. Miguel Enrique Otero said, the regime expropriated El Nacional to hand it over to Diosao Cabello. The director and president of the media, in conversation with Infobay, denounced that the Chavista dictatorship violated all legal processes to seize the newspaper building and used force.
2: Aww. Diodado Cabello, I, he, what, what happened is, this is what happened with Diodado Cabello. He needed to own some kind of media because he owned buildings, he owned flats, and, he owned you know, and, and boats, and he, he owned pro, airplanes.
1: And he has the, the power on, the, on the, the official TV station.
2: Exactly, so now he was saying, well, I am missing, something is missing. That I, I supposed to be on a uh, owner, yeah. Now, okay, let me get my hands on the national because they were saying a lot about things about me being the Lord drug lord and this and that, and yeah. they damaged my
1: my image, my moral, yeah, my
2: image.
1: Dios, Dios cagado cabello.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, <laughs> in that interview with Marcos Colombo. Miguel Enrique Otero, the journalist and the director of the Venezuelan newspaper Nacional Nacional, denounced that Nicolas Maduro regime seized the prestigious media outlet with the intention of handing it over to Diosdado Cabello for his also-front.
2: Use fraud. Okay. Oh, my
1: Lord. Otero spoke from Spain.
2: It, that's exactly what the tussleists do. They use things that belong to the government, For
1: their own interest. Exactly. Okay? Lutero spoke from Spain where he is exiled and explained that how the Chavista dictatorship has carried out the embargo against the newspaper in a new form of takeover, different from those used by the late former president Hugo Chavez. When they close radio, Caracas Television. Question,
2: question, question,
1: question.
2: Uh-huh. When, when, when Chavez start becoming and raised, you know, racing as a star, uh-huh. as a, as a messiah, as, uh-huh. as the one. Did they national help him out to be the solution of Venezuela? No, they didn't. They no. didn't cooperate on that situation.
1: Uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> the, okay. All, okay. All the all the media. Uh-huh. Conspire against the system.
2: But bringing the same system but a little harder. Yes. Okay.
1: When they closed Radio Caracas Television at the beginning of the Chavez government. They expropriated it and made a state channel. Mm-hmm. The president of the medium denounced that, at this time, the measure was taken for the personal use of Diosdado Cabello, yeah. vice president of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, and whom Otero considers to be the man who has the most power in Venezuela
2: more than Nicolás
1: yeah absolutely mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's the one who who who, who admi- the drug money mm-hmm. Maduro is negotiating with the Spain a new opening the elections but the Estado controls said Otero in addition The director of the El Nacional assured that Cabello controls the court, the the, the party, Mm -hmm. uh, the party apparatus, the repression, Mm -hmm. the income, because his brother controlled the taxes. And he's the spokesperson because he has a program every Wednesday when he throws all aggressive lines. So he has the power, said Otero, who added that. Maduro will have the ministers and the Cubans and the FARC and the ELN, but Diosdado has the real power. That's the reality.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Officials from the National Guard and the judiciary who respond to the interests of the Maduro regime arrived this Friday at the newspaper building in Caracas together with an embargo order. Mm-hmm. Faced with this situation, Miguel Enrique Otero denounced that in this process, everything that is due process violate. He also said that when the agents arrived in the newspaper, we are not ready for that. After three years, they are not ready to be invaded. Oh, <laughs> please. <laughs> You, you know, know I received, I, I, I received I receive that, that order from the court and you know what I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I destroy, I, I burn it down completely.
2: Yeah, but uh, they are playing games. They are
1: playing games. They are
2: playing games. This is something uh, is cooking that they are distracting. Yes. What's cooking with this expropriation of the national
1: uh, um, uh, no, the bus, the, the, uh, let me finish this because you will laugh out loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Facing, um, faced with this situation, Miguel Enrique Otero denounced that in this process everything that is due process violated. Okay, we are not ready for that. Some men are involved in the run by Estado Cabello who says. You have to get out of here because this is a university. Mm -hmm. The later part of the constant threats that Cabello has been rated in it since he proposed taking over the media facilities. He appealed to the excuse that he wants to do the use of the newspaper headquarters to create a journalism school. You don't need that. You have you have uh, the Universidad Central that is the this the the the, the sem- el semillero de los comunistas. Okay, don't worry about that. If they are hard pressed do you know do not want to pay. The headquarters building of the El Nacional, if the cost considered it so, will be handed over to this one who is here, referring to himself. I will immediately sign for that building to become the headquarters of the University of Communications. Mm -hmm. Cabello Atreira, during his television program, broadcast to the state channel Venezolana de Televisión. It's a medieval thing, he says, that he is going to set up a journalism school that he's going to use the newspaper to make a newspaper for him, which is going to be called within the Masso of giving, exclaimed Otero before the pretension of the number two of the Chavismo. This is not the first attack suffered by El Nacional, but the socialist regime. The newspaper came to a halt after two decades of hard confrontation with the governance of the late Hugo Chavez and Nicolás Maduro, which dozens of media disappeared. By 2013, the newspaper faced severe problems with the regime created a corporation that monopolized The important sales of newsprints. More than half of the 134 newspapers circulating in Venezuela at the time stopped printing, according to the NGO Espacio Público, a defender of the press, of the freedom of press. The audiovisual media have not been oblivious of what the national unions of press workers call escalation against freedom of expression. In 2017, 52 radios and eight television channels went off the air, including CNN. Seeking to survive, El Nacional received donations and paper loans from the Grupo de Diarios de América, which includes, among others, La Nación de Argentina, O Globo Brasil, and El Mercurio Chile. El Nacional, who had 72 pages in five sections and several magazines, had reduced its editions to 16 pages and limited its circulation to five days a week. The print run dropped to around five thousand copies a day, compared to the two hundred fifty thousand it recorded in 2014 on weekends to save paper. So they only printed once a week in the in the in the weekends. Mm-hmm. Okay, seventy-five years of resistance are gone on a night define an hiatus. The cessation of circulation of the reference newspaper in Venezuela has an impressive event. You could perceive a nostalgic atmosphere in the corridors of the newspaper. There were smiles of the achievements for more than seven decades, but there were also long faces for never again waiting for the press to close every night. And with this, We have to go to uh, commercial break, and we'll be back.
0: Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio.
1: Hello, we're back. Alejandro Otero, daughter of the owner of El Nacional and an important group of renowned Venezuela journalists in the newspaper's newsroom on the day of its last printed publication in 2018, three years ago, Yes. thus began the article published by the newspaper on the feeling of journalists and media workers before defeat fate accomplished. The last printed edition of the newspaper El Nacional circulated on Friday, April 14th, 2018. The lack of paper, political pressure and economic devastation Mm -hmm. take this benchmark of the Venezuelan press with 75 years of history of the street. So, right now, Mm -hmm. El Nacional it's not it's not a newspaper it's a web uh, pr- now it's a web. it's only a web mm-hmm. okay so in reality, they're taking over an empty building and a and a and a press. Mm-hmm. but if you don't know how to how to operate the press.
2: They know they're communists. You know how they, they use they're, propaganda. They know how to use all that.
1: I, I hope that the the people of El Nacional um, take some specific part of the of the press in order to stop for good the the machine. I know how to do it. Remember, remember that my mom worked for fifty years in, in press. Okay. And yeah, but I, these
2: people look. Yeso Cabello has all the money. The whole, you know, he, he got all the money that somebody can have. He can buy anything to get done. It will, it
1: will, it will cost him a lot because there is, there is, there is a, uh, there is a. Uh, his, his part in the, in the international. He said uh, with the. The red, uh, the red Interpol thing. So he cannot go out from Venezuela. He's he's a market man. And eventually he will... He will what I'm saying pay. is
2: that he's going to have so many people working for him to get successful, uh, you know, to be a successful owner of the El Nacional. Oh, yeah. But in, in st- instead of, of they promoting soft socialism, no. they're going to start promoting now I'm justifying the actions of the hard socialism no. which is
3: communism okay? Yep. okay now the
2: newspaper is a web they cut our paper supply for 2 years and we were able to prolong the agony for another year because they gave us some newspaper but in a moment we stopped printing and because of and became a web now we can make the web in Philippines. You see?
1: Yeah.
2: A newspaper is one thing and a web is another, I says know. Miguel Oteo. Yeah. Okay. You know what he's going to do, Diodado? He's going to block anything coming from Philippines. Oh, so yeah. So the Venezuelans cannot get in hold of the newspaper that he's doing online. That's what they do. They, you remember You remember China. Yeah. How they control the people, what they can see, and oh, what they can't yes. see. It's gonna it's gonna happen the same thing and in the Venezuela. Same
1: thing in twenty
2: fifteen Cabello sued the newspaper for the information and replicai uh, re- after, after replicating a Spanish media report that linked him to drug trafficking. Okay? The court dismissed similar lawsuit against ABC in Spain. Uh, ABC in Spain, right? And the Wall Street Journal in the United States, in those countries. But they did prosper against local media uh, Fine in Venezuela.
1: Yeah. In April, the Supreme Court of Justice of Venezuela, which responds to Maduro's interests, ordered the newspaper to pay more than $13 million to Cabello as compensation for alleged... Moral damage.
2: moral? What moral? He don't have no. Moral.
1: He have one.
2: <laughs> According to the judgment uh, of the civil casa- cassation, cassation chamber, chamber. the Venezuelan newspaper had to pay the Chavista two hundred thirty-seven thousand petros which is you know we already nah, talk about that. A right?
1: cryptocurrency launched by Nicolás Maduro in two thousand and eighteen, and which is sanctioned by the United States at the exchange value of the day, the Central Bank of Venezuela under the control of the regime. But there is something very curious. Mm-hmm. The petro mm-hmm. is is um linked with the price of, of oil. So, oh
2: it's petroleum. Yeah. Petro I was thinking that they honor the, the, Petro guy from Colombia, the, the drug petro. dealer.
1: One petrol is equivalent to one barrel of pet of uh, oil. Oh, okay,
2: okay,
1: okay, okay,
2: okay. Look, what he what he says from from Russia.
1: No, it's a, that's a, that's another news.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, uh, if you don't pay in cash, we have to execute the assets to compensate for damages. Oh, okay. My question is, which damages?
2: His moral.
1: What moral?
2: He he doesn't have no moral.
1: They are
2: just getting rid of whatever because they don't have nothing else to do. Remember, socialists create crisis and chaos to distract. Okay? And then they come with a solution. More government control.
1: Cabello threatened. Because I do have morals. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, drug, drug trafficking, dr- drug laws have, have their own, uh, their own uh, moral,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and uh, he may be big, a good uh, pana of the El Chapo Guzmán or those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. For this reason, the Maduro dictatorship on Friday seized the headquarters of the newspaper one of the last independent media that persist in Venezuela.
2: Yeah, but they make a lot of money out of the regime too because they were having preference dollar.
1: Yes. <laughs> I have been in Madrid since this trial began. I cannot return. I am in exile, said the director of El Nacional, who fears that just as the dictatorship illegally threw itself against the assets of the environment... They may be also attacked against his integrity. However, and despite of instigation of the Chavista regime, Miguel Enrique Otero made it clear that El Nacional is going to continue making complaints against the Estado as we have always done. Okay, here we can say mm-hmm. that this. Mm-hmm. chapter
3: mm-hmm.
1: is it's over.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm. But they're complaining about what the, well, Man,
2: they, they make money for eighty years. They make millions. Yeah. Okay? By using the government to enrich themselves yeah. by 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 doing the, the, the newspaper. They, su- they
1: supposed to
2: Now! because he took it away from them. Now they have to find out the way that they really have they, to work they, and they have to invest their own money.
1: They they supposed 50 years ago mm-hmm. to create the, the paper mills.
2: That's what I'm saying. Now now they really have to work now. Now they have to invest their own money. It's not like, a, it's good. You, you you create a business and it's good for you to buy them, give you a check so you can uh, pay the expenses uh, on your business. Exactly. Okay? But when by the cut, you check, what you have to what are you going to do with your own business? You're going to you're going to start investing on in your business from your own pocket exactly. if you want your business to continue to be successful. Bingo. Okay? This is the reality of Otero. He's complaining because now he has to use his millions to invest it in his in his own company because yeah. he don't have no more support from Maduro or Chavez. Regime.
1: They, they, the, the, this guy, Cabello, mm-hmm. didn't took over the brand of El Nacional. hmm He just took over the, the
2: building, building
1: and the, and the press. That's it. But the, the, the
2: copyright and all that is still the Otero. Exactly. That's why he said that he's gonna open it in, in Filipinas. Yeah. But whatever. now, he's upset because now he has to Take from his pocket and put the money put the to money. make his business go. Now he's going to find out how hard is to be a business owner. Because a business owner, usually they don't have help from government. Exactly. To create a business, to, yeah. to make your, your business successful after the but first the, two
1: years. The model, in Venezuela is mercantilism. Is
2: remember. the government help me out to open a business? man, I wanna have a business like that too. I don't have to invest my money from my pocket. Exactly. Okay. No. Uh, uh, Biden uh, and Maduro is gonna give me a check every month. Uh-huh. And, and now, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. they were receiving a paper for two years from Argentina, from Chile. Uh-huh. From Brazil. They were yes. sending them paper so they can keep on printing. Yes. Excuse me.
1: Exactly. When they supposed to
2: already develop, develop, that, develop that, that,
1: that, 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 industry. that industry. Because mm-hmm. that was that was the plan 50 years ago. Yeah, and but they didn't, uh, invest. They didn't
2: do nothing. nothing. They took the money and run with it. Yes. The same thing with El Guaire. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the cleaning, cleaning the the black water. The the, The same thing. They didn't do nothing. They took the money and go. Everything in Venezuela is like that. It's not only in Venezuela. You're going to start seeing that here in America too. Oh, yes. Okay. You're going to start seeing that. They're taking the money to do something. A lot of NGO, a lot of programs. And, you know, let me tell you. You don't remember,
1: you don't remember the times because you were not here. I was. When there were a scandal in the hill, mm-hmm. because the uh, Lockheed Martin
2: mm-hmm.
1: charged a hundred dollars okay. for an ashtray in a plane. Okay. A hundred dollars for an ashtray.
2: What is an ashtray? Ah, uh... Yeah. Okay.
1: In a plane.
2: In a plane. Okay.
1: And a, a, a piece that doesn't cost more than twenty-five dollars to twenty-five cents
2: why they were charging a hundred dollars
1: well
2: oh because it's the government who's paying for that yes you see it's the same thing when they build a when they build a road it's the same thing when they build something a bridge yeah it's always three or four times more the prices that it's supposed to cost yes remember uh the the skating ring in new york Uh
1: uh-huh
2: how many years
1: Nine years.
2: In the building?
1: Nine years.
2: Never finish.
1: Never Until finish. Until who
2: came in and finished?
1: Donald J. Trump and finished in seven months.
2: <laughs> you see? Yeah. Exactly. So this is what is communism, socialism is all about. So they are complaining. Now I figured out why he's complaining. Because he has to invest his own money in his own company. Yeah. And and
1: uh, and he must be competitive.
2: And he must be competitive. He wanna be open.
1: Uh, Yes, if he wants.
2: Okay, he was making a lot of money because he was the only, the only news paper open in Venezuela for the last five years. He was yeah. making money. Yeah. Okay? He was the only one. He got a monopoly. Yeah. Now they're closed. Now uh how you call um Your dad wants the monopoly. So now it's yeah. time for you to go and your dad is going to take care of that because your dad is going to use the money yeah. from the government to make more money for him.
1: And how many houses and hotels say uh, he must do in this monopoly game? <laughs> 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 well, okay.
2: we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs>
3: Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1,400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1,400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio.
3: Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on americaswebradio.com. You're listening
0: to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay.
2: Okay, we are back.
0: We're back.
2: Oh, no, more okay. news. Well, now we're going to be talking about the surprising statement from Russia. Yes. Okay. And it's the very main empirical. alive of Maduro regime is Russia. Yes. On the border conflict between Venezuela and Colombia, we know that normalization could be promoted through direct contact between the competent authority. Declared the spokeswoman for the Russian Foreign Ministry, Maria Saharova. Saharova. Okay on Friday,
1: May 14th. The government of the President of Russia, Vladimir Putin, declared itself seriously concerned about the worsening of the armed conflict on the border between Venezuela and Colombia and declared itself convinced that the normalization of the situation in that region could be promoted through direct contacts between the competent authorities of the two neighboring countries. Remember mm-hmm. that the conflict in We reported three weeks ago. Yes. We is. reported
2: four weeks ago <laughs> between, uh, 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 between the the Venezuela um, militars and fighting with the narco, with the, um,
1: uh, the Lafarc. La 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 oh, okay,
2: okay, but uh-huh. it's, a,
1: the, it's a fight among Narco-trafficers.
2: Narco-trafficers,
1: yeah. okay. uh-huh. In a press conference, the spokesperson for the Russian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Maria Zakharova, affirmed that Nicolas Maduro's regime has appealed to the Colombian leaders with initiatives for negotiate solution to the crisis. Crisis. On several occasions, but without success, and she said. We call on the Colombian authorities to respond with goodwill to the proposal for the Venezuela partners. The problem is that the, the FARC is not the Colombian government.
2: No, no, exactly. They are mixing tomatoes with potatoes. Yes. Okay. Uh, did you see they are taking more they are promoting more Russia as a more as a power powerful country in the in the planet yeah. and they are and they are ignoring the United States
1: and ignoring who's China
2: who's gonna be who's gonna be uh, serious with United States now having a Biden in, in, in power in, in power uh, nobody. and Kamala Harris nobody respects the United States anymore okay exactly. now it's Russia now it's Vladimir check. Putin check, uh, check what happened
1: in Israel right now
2: well that's a big mess why well, BB must be missing Trump right yeah that's but he
1: was, But he was the first foreign uh, government to recognize Biden as president. When he knows, and the Mossad knows, that Biden is not my president. Okay? <laughs> Biden is not my... Something, hashtag. Is,
2: something is fishy. Something is fishy. Something yes. is going on. Who advised him to recognize Biden? Something. I don't know. I don't know. There is some business going on in there. I, yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's okay. keep going.
1: Russia is the biggest political and commercial ally of the Maduro regime with Moscow also being Venezuela's second creditor after China with some 7.5 billion dollars some estimate that in the last years and the last 18 years Russia and Venezuela signed some 300 cooperation agreements In October 2018, Maduro ratified together with the Russian Deputy Prime Minister Yuri Borisov a battery of military cooperation pacts in Caracas. On October 24, 2020, Maduro announced that advisors from Russia, China, Iran and Cuba will (laughs) arrive in the country to update its weapon systems and asked the members of the Bolivarian National Armed Forces to be aware and prepare for attacks, which he attributed to the Colombian president, Ivan Duque, whom he called a massacre. And last month, month Maduro announced the sending of a thousand militia men to the border with Colombia, and explained that the order is that of war of all people in defense of sovereignty and the land against irregular, criminal, criminal and terrorist groups that comes from Colombia. The statement by the Russian government on the alleged call for dialogue by the Chavista regime with the Colombian authorities is surprising, but they did not receive response. Unfortunately, some actors do not look favorably on the Venezuelan authorities' commitment to the peaceful and coherent development on relations and the resolution of dispute through negotiation, said official Maria Sajarova on Thursday. Let me explain you something. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what who, who, what was the first act of government of Nicolas Maduro?
2: The first act of government yeah. when he took power after after uh, after, 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 after yes I don't
1: remember, I don't know. The, the the expelling of the Colombian who lived in Venezuela, do you remember that? In the
2: border. In the border. Yeah, he sent all all Colombian back to Venezuela. To, to, and, to uh, Colombia. See, he, from Venezuela, he sent it to Colombia, uh-huh. and they were showing how they were carrying their neveras, uh, you know, the neveras, the refrigerators, yeah, exactly. the furniture and crossing and the is, river.
1: And they destroy the houses. the houses, so they, they, they like like, like the Nazis, so you yeah, know. Yeah, the really, Nazis. Uh-huh. Okay, and and now you are talking about that this is a criminal act.
2: That's how communists they deal to each other.
1: In this context, we are seriously concerned about the worsening of the border between Venezuela and Colombia, where the Venezuelan armed force have been trying for a few weeks to prevent the entry of illegal armed units and drug trafficking groups. These armed clashes, which have intensified in recent days, have caused many victims. Possibly deterioration of this situation could have very negative consequences for the stability and security of the region. Zaharova added in her statement.
2: And she added, we know that normalization in the border regions could be promoted through direct contact between the competent authorities of Venezuela and Colombia. The government of Nicolás Maduro has appealed to Colombian leaders with this type of initiative on several occasions, but without success. We call on the Colombian authority to respond with goodwill to the pro- proposal of the Venezuelan Parliament.
1: But how can you negotiate with somebody who puts some many negative names on the president of the other country?
2: I don't know. I think... Um,
1: it's impossible. You know? You know, the politics... Are... Maybe, you know? Know? But, the, you know? but,
2: but the, the conflict is between drug laws down there.
1: Right now.
2: No, no, no. The conflict back in those days was between Las Farc...
1: And, and the... those Cabello.
2: Exactly. Uh, the cartelos los solos. That's what i Exactly. Okay. Why is she talking about the government of Colombia having conflict with Venezuela? <laughs> that is she saying... That the government of Colombia is involved with the drug trafficking too. Is is that what she's saying?
1: She's not saying that, but that.
2: That's implied, what I understand. That she's implying that. I, in addition, the spokeswoman for the for the putting government questioned President Iván Duque about the current crisis with the opposition demonstration. There is no doubt that this will be also ulti- ultimately, sir. The interest of Colombia, where public protests have recently increased, we share the alarm expressed by the Organization of American State and Office of the United Nations High Commission for Human Rights. And uh, the USA, the United Na- uh, European European Union, United. the United States, and other members of the international community are uh, at the disab Disproportionate use of force by the forces Colombian law enforcement official against protesters, as a result of which dozens of people have died and hundreds have been injured. We hope that this event will be thoroughly investigated and the Colombian authority takes measurement to prevent a repeat of this strategy, say Sakharova. Sakharova. Ah, you know say i I don't know, but let me tell you something. Oh. They are. They were trying I, to create a conflict.
1: Nah, nah. They
2: were trying to create a conflict in Colombia. Uh-huh. The, something is cooking. Yes. The, they are trying to create this conflict in Colombia and yes. Venezuela so everybody gets distracted. Yep. Okay? And you know what was cooking? What? The crisis in Israel. Yep. That's what I was cooking. Because now the gas price is going up. Yep. Now... Uh, the the food is going to start... Uh, we're going to start having shortage of food. Mm. Okay? The price, the, the gas price in Texas is almost $6 a gallon. Okay. All right? All right? All right. So a crisis in South America will be very good. But much more productive will be a crisis in the Middle East, which yep. we are having it now, because that put the price of the oil... I. And whose beneficiary in United States having those? The
1: old oil companies. And who
2: are the owner of the oil company? Well,
1: <laughs> you Lincoln, investigate. The uh, Lincoln Project. The
2: Lincoln Project.
1: <laughs> okay. okay.
2: Venezuela
1: has at least 20 operational units of the Russian Sukhoi. SU-30 fighter-bomber whose characteristics are considered similar to those of the US F-15E Strike Eagle and anti-aircraft weapons and Russian technology raiders.
2: raiders.
1: Russia also builds a factory of Kalashnikov, a weapon that the Venezuela armed force currently use. Mm -hmm. The Russian agency Interfax points out that the control of the technical military field between Russia and Venezuela are around 11,000 million dollars. It's about 11 billion.
2: Okay. Let me bring something to you really fast. Have you heard about the corruption of Joe Biden's son Hunter?
1: Yeah, we have, been, we've been in that okay. demo Do
2: you know that he got the problem with the corruption in Ukraine? Uh And Ukraine is close to Russia. Yes. And he was da
1: and
2: da. Okay. And he was having business with the Chinese. Da. Do you know what kind of business he was having with the Chinese? Uh, Energy. No energy. Weapons. Weapons. Okay. Da. Da. Okay. So that means that the agency who bought all this information of American weaponry Uh was sold through him to Russia and to China they have all the information of American how we are arm ourselves. Okay. Well,
1: it's the last 30 seconds of the, on the timer and that is the real dictatorship. Goodbye. See you next week.
2: Next week. Bye.
0: you listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork Thank you for listening.